welcome to the Keep Going Podcast, where we encourage, inspire, and transform lives. My name is Judy Perfect, your host and Keep Going Encourager. Hello, and welcome to the Keep Going Podcast. You know, we are now entering into the second month of the year already. Can you believe it? And so we welcome you to this podcast, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and transform lives. It is the podcast to help you keep your eyes on the prize and not give up. Well, last month, our focus centered around how to start the new year. And since everything starts with a thought, our first podcast talked about starting a year thinking good allowing thoughts of positivity to rule our hearts and our minds. Our lives are changed and transformed by the renewing of our minds. And what we think about generally guides how we speak. So the second episode centered around starting the year speaking good. How do we speak to ourselves? That is, how do we talk to ourselves? And yet, yes, we all do in some form or fashion. How do we speak to others? And most importantly, how do we speak to God? What kind of conversation do you have with yourself? Do you do we speak to others with kindness and love? And when you speak to God, are you complaining or are you praising him? Or are we giving thanks to him or are we constantly just asking for more? And lastly, we realize that when we're thinking good and speaking good, we can also believe good. We can believe the good for ourselves and for others. We realize that Having beliefs grounded in a solid relationship with Jesus Christ is the foundation for believing good. Our beliefs shape our worldview, our decision-making, our personalities, our emotional and mental health, and especially our spiritual health. That's why it is so important that we know what we believe and why we believe it. And to believe that it is God and God alone who gives us the strength to think good and speak good. And it is through him that we learn to believe good. And so we enter into the second month of the year, the month of February, also known as the month of love. Most people get excited during this time because this is a time for many to celebrate the beautiful word called love. It is a time of year when roses and other flowers, candy, you know, especially chocolate, And gifts are lavished on one another as a way of expressing love to each other. A way of showing someone just how much you care. And so this month's central theme is going to center around a world in need of love. I know many of you have heard the song, What the World Needs Now is Love. And that was written by Burt Bacharach and Hal Davis. And it was sung by many, many artists, including Dionne Warwick. The lyrics talk about how we have enough of all these other things, but the one thing that we need more of is love, love, sweet love. That was in the 60s when it was composed. And I think when we look at the state of the world today, a major missing ingredient is still love. So throughout this month, we're going to be focusing on love for one another, love and relationships, love and forgiveness, and our love for God. When it comes to love for one another, I believe that it is partially due to the fact that many individuals really don't know what love is. 
Many have grown up with different views, some often distorted, on what love looks like and how it is to be expressed or demonstrated toward others. Another reason there is a lack of love for one another is that some individuals have not learned to love themselves, and as a result, it is difficult for them to love others. You know, when Jesus was asking Mark 12 and 30, what was the first commandment of all? He answered, he said, the first of all the commandments is, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your soul, with all your mind and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second he went on to say, like it is this, you should love yourself, love your neighbor as yourself. For some, Loving others can also be difficult because they've not been shown what love looks like. They have not had it demonstrated before them as a child, a teenager, or even as an adult. So it becomes challenging to show love to others. I have found that the best explanation and the best definition of what love is, is what love and what love is not is found in 1 Corinthians 13. Paul says in this chapter, in verses four through eight, that love is patient. Love is kind. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. You know, I hold firmly to the belief that if we incorporated this passage of love into our daily existence, we would find ourselves in a much better state of being able to love others. And the best demonstration of this love was when God chose his son to die for our sins. He did it because, as John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Yes, even when we were unlovable, Christ died for us. 1 John 4, 12b says that, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Now you might be thinking, how do you love everyone when you see some of the atrocities happening in the world today? How can you so freely love others when you are being mistreated? How do you love others even though you are not being loved yourself? Well, if the truth be told, sometimes it can be challenging loving others. But the context of this message is for you to live with an attitude of loving others, which means to let your first thought be a thought of love, not hate or anger or ill will toward others. It means making a conscious decision to walk in love, even when you don't feel like it. It means showing compassion for others, willing to give, to seek the well-being of others. Yes, sometimes we are not treated right or with love from others. However, when we live in a posture of love, loving our neighbors as ourselves, we find that it is easier to forgive, which we will discuss in a later podcast. We are more at peace, and we often find that the love we send out is reciprocated back to us. So how can we live in this posture of love and be a contributor of the love this world so desperately needs? For starters, here are some simple things that we can do. 
Number one, we can spend quality time with others. We're in such a fast-paced world that we often don't take the time to just sit and talk with one another, inside our homes as well as outside. You know, when I was growing up, it was not unusual to see families and friends gathered outside, just sitting and talking, demonstrating their love for one another. Number two, listening to others is another way to demonstrate love toward others. People like to feel that someone is willing to allow them to express how they feel. Knowing that someone is sincerely listening, particularly children. You know, it saddens me today when I see so many children being shoved with a telephone or an iPad or some other electronic device just to keep them quiet. Or when children are tugging on their parents' arm just to get attention, only to see the parents addicted to their own telephones and devices, completely ignoring that their children need them and realize that they are begging for attention and begging for love. Expressing gratitude, number three, is another way to demonstrate love toward others. Being thankful and grateful for even the smallest of things. For the person bagging your groceries or serving your food in the restaurant, in your home when someone is washing the dishes or taking the trash out. And not just for what others do, but showing gratitude for who they are and what they mean or have meant in your life. You know, it's easy to become so used to having someone in our lives that we forget the significance of being thankful to that person for the things that they do and the things that they've done. Showing love could be as simple as asking questions such as, well, how are you doing? Or how are you feeling? You know, how can I help you have a better day? How can I show you more appreciation? Simple yet so powerful when you want to express love toward others. Number four, another way that we can demonstrate love toward others is to practice seeking to understand and not always to be understood. Yes, we always want to make sure that others understand us and hear us. But, you know, loving others also involves taking the time to understand the needs of others so that you can better serve those needs. It is not always easy for some people to express themselves because they might have grown used to just being shut down as soon as they attempt to talk. Over a period of time, you know what happens? This person just completely shuts down because they feel that what they have to say is not valued or appreciated. So then, so what do you get? What do you have now? You get absolute silence. They don't feel love, so they just exist. Have you ever noticed how a person lightens up when someone listens to them, especially when they are not used to it? That's because that at that moment, they are feeling loved and understood. You know, these are just a few practical ways that you can start to, to show your love toward others. You know, there are so, so many more, but it starts with a desire. When you desire to show more love to others, the ways and the opportunities to do so will just flow to you. Yes, we are in a world in need of love. We all share the responsibility of doing our part to fulfill this need. We can start just by following what many call the golden rule in Matthew 7 and 12. It says that in, so in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. And I would venture to say that most of us, at least the majority of us, of us want to be loved. You know, God is love and we were made in his image. 
We were made to love and be loved. Start today creating a posture and attitude of loving others. You will find that it will benefit you in so many ways. You will have less frowns and more smiles, less stress and more peace, less unhappiness and less anger. And what you'll get is a whole lot more joy. So I want to thank you for demonstrating your love by listening today. Let us all make a conscious effort to love others more, just as Christ loves us. And don't forget to pass your love on by sharing this episode with someone that you love. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Keep Going Podcast. I trust you have been encouraged, inspired, and transformed today. I'm Judy Burfick, and I'm your Keep Going Coach. Make sure you visit me at keepgoingcoach.com. And remember to always keep going.